0: So there's a line in our gospel today which uh, does create a bit of confusion. Uh, It says that everyone who sins or says a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. So anyone who uh, says a word against Jesus will be forgiven. But he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. So people have been asking for for quite some time, quite a number of centuries, what is this sin against the Holy Spirit? Uh, Why are there certain sins that God will forgive even blasphemy against Jesus but blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven so I mean if there are certain sins that God won't forgive that's a fairly serious point to be making it's a fairly serious thing to say because if again if I die and there are certain sins on my soul that God will not forgive uh what are my chances of getting into heaven? What are those sins? And if we don't know what they are, how can we avoid them? So, are there these like minefields or, or landmines kind of planted in our spiritual journey that we can be blowing limbs off without realizing it because we're sinning against the Holy Spirit? What is the sin against the Holy Spirit? If we don't know what it is, we can't avoid it. So, what is it? Uh, so, what is the sin that can't be forgiven? Okay, so very clearly, our, our faith teaches that any sin that is repented of can be forgiven. Anything. Anything. Even like there are certain sins like that. You know, even if a priest like desecrates the holy Eucharist, I mean, it's would be excommunicated. But excommunication, the the idea of excommunication wasn't to kick you out of the church and then best of luck to you. The idea was that that it would be uh, that there would be uh, a punitive, so a punishment element to it, a punitive element, but also that it would be a a wake-up call to the person to actually repent. So once you've been excommunicated, you can be re it you can now uh, in the case of uh, sacrilege or breaking of the confessional seal those kind of things then I have to go to much higher powers I have to go to the, 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 to, to the Vatican basically to, to be reinstated but it, it can be done is the point so even you know, terrible sins like, like, like that uh, even those can be forgiven so what on earth is the sin against the Holy Spirit what is it that, that blocks uh, the mercy of God Why would the Lord say, I'll forgive this, 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 and this, but I will not forgive this sin here or or this particular sin against the Holy Spirit? What is it? Okay. So, two points, which should be relatively simple, hopefully, if I can manage this. So, the Father loves the Son infinitely and eternally, and the Son loves the Father infinitely and eternally, and the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. So, the Holy Spirit is like love personified, the love of God, the love of the Father and the Son per- made into a person, the love of God personified. So, so like the Holy Spirit, I mean, it's, it's, I know it's a symbol, but it's only a symbol. The Holy Spirit is not a bird. Right? The Holy Spirit is not a dove. The dove is a symbol of the Holy Spirit, no more than New York is a big apple. It is not a big apple. A big apple represents New York. So the symbol is not the thing it represents. Okay, that's clear? You see a spire. You think, oh, that's Dublin. No, it's not. It's a symbol of Dublin. It is not Dublin. So the bird isn't the Holy Spirit. I get this all the time when we do confirmation retreats. You know, we talk about the fall, we talk about the summer. Who's the Holy Spirit? The bird! No, he's not. Okay. (laughs) We eat birds. Birds. Poop on my car on a regular basis. Actually, um, no, that's not the Holy Spirit. Okay, the, bird, the Holy Spirit is not a bird. The the the, the dove is a symbol of the, the peace that the Holy Spirit brings. Okay. So the Holy Spirit is is the personification of God's love. So it's it, it's a person, a divine person, but love personified, like like the like the way that child is the fruit of a parents of, of two parents' love. Um, okay, now. God's greatest attribute, God who is love, his greatest attribute is his mercy. So, his greatest attribute is his mercy. So, the greatest attribute of his love is that it is merciful. It is a merciful love. So, what, what is the sin against the Holy Spirit? The sin against the Holy Spirit is the sin against the merciful love of God. How do we do that? By saying we don't want it. So if I say, I don't want confession. Lord, I don't want your mercy. This then is the unforgivable sin. Why? Because it's not from God's perspective, I won't forgive you. It's from your perspective, I don't want to be forgiven. So God offers you his mercy and you say, no. And that's why it's unforgivable because that's that's why it's so serious. Because I'm offering you like the keys to the kingdom. I'm offering you the, 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 the path to get into heaven. I'm offering you redemption. I'm offering you freedom. And you say, no. Now, what on earth is God supposed to do about that? Uh, wait. Wait. And often, unfortunately, wait until we drop to our knees. Wait until you know, the, the cross will bring us to our knees. Wait until you're diagnosed with, 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 with a tumor or something. And then you go, oh, my goodness. Maybe I need to return to God. You know, and unfortunately, for many people, it is that way. We forget God until until we're brought to our knees. It shouldn't. We should come to Him in our moments of glory. We should come to Him when we're when we're blessed and when we're healthy and when we're rich and influential and all those kind of things. We should, but we tend not to. We tend not to. We tend to. Our hearts tend to open to God much more in times of suffering. Again, it, God doesn't want it to be that way, but it it is. It's just human nature when we're blessed with all sorts of ability and and, and wealth and and success, we tend to forget the giver of the gifts. It's just, look at yourself. I mean, look at your own life. I mean, more than likely, the the moments of greatest spiritual growth were the moments of the heaviest crosses. So, the sin against the Holy Spirit, then, is to be offered God's merciful love, the Holy Spirit, personification of God's love, and say, no. Because It's, it's the blockage, there's, there's now a blockage between God's merciful love and you. Now, you put it there, and only you can remove it. Only you can say, I accept. No one can say it for you. No one can say, I accept God's, you know, I accept God's mercy for Teresa. That doesn't really work. Like, she has to want it for herself. You have to want this for yourself. For I want God's mercy. I choose God's mercy. Again, the reason for this is, is what? If we get to heaven... In heaven, we will recognize the only reason we're there is because of God's love. We won't be there going, I was actually pretty amazing. Not going to lie. You know, I was like, did my best. You know, I went to mass every single week. Put money, two euro, in the little collection basket. I saved a kitten twice. Mm -hmm. And once there was a little puppy running across the road and I actually braked. I'm a good person. I deserve my place here in heaven. I, that's not how we will talk. In heaven, we will be so full of gratitude, of recognition. The only reason I'm here is because of the Lord's, Lord's mercy. So if I'm a, a terrible sinner, I will, I'll still remember, I think, as far as I can surmise, this isn't only my thought now, but I think we can still remember our previous, our, our lives here on earth, because we are the same person. So if all of our memories from this life were caught, how i I don't know who would we be in heaven then because you don't remember anyone i don't think that's the case i think in heaven we remember exactly what happened on earth but if we were terrible sinners that only causes us to glorify god's mercy even more if we were great saints that causes us to glorify god's mercy even more because all that we accomplish we accomplish through his grace anyway so everything good or bad causes us to praise god so that's why in heaven that's what makes heaven, heaven. We're taken into the, the the very nature, the very heart of God, this eternal exchange of love between the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're taken into that fully, uh, uh, with full recognition that it's all due to his grace. That's what makes heaven, heaven. So if I say, I don't want your mercy, you're stuck. It, there's just a, an enormous anchor tied on to your ankle and you're the only one who with one pull of a string can make it drop. It's your choice. And that's why there's such a huge responsibility on us to speak about God's mercy and to accept God's mercy. They say that guilt, guilt is when I know I've done wrong. You know, I feel guilty. I've done something wrong. And Children do this all the time. You know, They put their hand into the sweet jar when they're not supposed to and you can just see their faces like you can tell, you can tell. Like you can completely tell they've stolen something. Like if you'd just be standing there, like a dog, right? My dog, if he eats food, he's not supposed to. The head will go down, and he'll sometimes reverse slowly as he with the stolen food in his mouth. Like I mean, that's guilt, right? When you've done something wrong and you know you've done something wrong, okay? Uh, shame, shame is when you've done something wrong and everyone else knows that you've done something wrong. So guilt is is like interior uh, recognition of of your own sinfulness. But shame is when everyone else knows what you've done. And it's that, that feeling of being judged, looked at, that feeling of kind of public failure. And the Lord's mercy wants to cut through both, the guilt and the shame. He wants to forgive us, to heal us, to raise us up and to prepare us for heaven. That's what's being offered to us. And that's why this blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is so serious. Because it's impossible to get into heaven without God's mercy in the story. So today we ask the Lord for an ever greater gratitude for his mercy, which we live by every single day. If ever you get a chance, maybe you're a busy person but if you ever you get a chance to kind of stand still and look at creation or a nice hill or a nice sunset or even just a tree I'm not going off the rails now tree hugging or anything but if you ever just have a chance just to breathe just look around you for a second as I don't do often enough around here uh, there's a place in our heart There's a prayer in our heart that needs to be expressed. Lord, thank you for your mercy. Everything that I have, everything that you've given me is a gift of your mercy. And I thank you. Amen.